Um, well, this is Valley Patriots puppy girl Kate Whitney, and you are listening to Paying Attention with Tom Duggan. <laughs> and Tom Duggan's really sexy. There you go. Wow. <laughs> That's it. That's the end of the show. You can't top that. Puppy girl Kate <laughs> Whitney, she's going to be. No, she didn't mean it. <laughs> I don't who cares if she means it. She said it. The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. The following program is closed captioned for the thinking impaired. By tomorrow, I will rule the world! <laughs> you think he's gone? He's not gone! That's the whole point! He's never gone! Is this some radical new therapy? You see? <laughs> well, I mustn't have been paying attention. Did they change Facebook again? Uh-huh. Every week I come in, there's a different change. Yep. They sure did. Unbelievable. It's worse than dealing with elected officials. Here's the first shot. Boom! Right Boom. out of the gate. Boom. <laughs> Better bring more than that. <laughs> All right, I think we're, I think we're good. Not even gonna wait for the Papa Pies no, today. We got too much yeah, to get to. There's a lot. Hi, how you guys doing? My name is Tom Duggan here with the Paying Attention Podcast. Hi, top two guys smoke shop at the Studio Twenty One Podcast Cafe. We don't say it enough, but you should come to Two Guys Smoke Shop and get your cigars here because uh, that keeps Dave in business and that keeps us in business. So you yeah. make sure you want to do that. Um, we've got a, a very interesting show for you today. I had a bunch of things I wanted to talk about. Not going to talk about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to mention, however, that the election is coming up. Joyce Campignon is on the ballot. She is in this race. She's in it to win it. And it says vote for three. Now, I've explained this before, but I've got emails after the show from people saying, I didn't understand what you meant about the three votes. So it says vote for three. In an at-large race, whether it's Lawrence, Methuen, wherever, you can vote for three. But if you only vote for one, it's like giving that person three votes because you're taking two votes away from two other candidates that might beat them, right? So if you just go in and you bullet, that's called a bullet vote when you just vote for one person, but you can vote for more. If you just go in and bullet Joyce Campignon, she's got a shot. She can win. She can absolutely win this race. And, um, you know, considering one of the people she's running against called for a boycott of Methuen businesses, I think everybody should be out there bulleting Joyce Campignon, and that's just me. Also, uh, Mike Downs is running as a candidate in the west end of Methuen. He's a city council candidate. Uh, we want to encourage you to vote for him. And our new advertiser, our new sponsor today, coming on board, Brian DePina, candidate for mayor of, Methuen, mayor of Lawrence. Ah. I got Methuen on the brain. Oh. Um, <laughs> I, I have competition? Yeah, you do. Uh, Brian DePina is going to come up into Methuen and run against you. You better be, be careful. Guy. You better be careful. Castro might actually do that. Um, 
Brian, Brian DePina running for mayor of Lawrence. And I think we're going to try and get him back on the show before the election. The but second. Next. Uh, Let's take two shots. What happened? You want me to flag him? Yeah, flag him. Okay. Yeah, but- all right. All right. And Dave, Dave Consoli, David Consoli David. is here today, David, uh, with, his, with his referee uniform on. Because in the studio, in the studio, believe it or not, we've got uh, Methuen Mayor, uh, what, what was his name? It's not, it's not, uh, Mr. Integrity. Uh, uh, Bill Manzi? No, it's not Bill Manzi. Uh, Sharon Mr. Pollard. Integrity? Sharon Pollard? Yeah. No, Mayor it's Integrity. not Sharon Pollard. Mayor Integrity, sorry. Uh, it was, uh, Neil Perry. It's Neil Perry is here with us today. I uh, want to thank our sponsors, McLennan Real Estate, AFC Urgent Care, Marsan and Son <laughs> Construction, EIS Investigation and Gun Training, uh, Borelli's Deli. Uh, by the way, I was at Borelli's Deli the other day. I've never had anything... Negative to say about Borelli's Deli because all the food there is so good. But I just got to like one little request for, for Don Smeriglio. I had the what they call hot sausage, and it really didn't seem all that hot. You cheated on me. And, I'm sorry. His mom makes great hot sausages. Um, so I'm, I'm hoping that maybe Borelli's will get, do like one tier up. They'll do like another sausage that's even hotter than what they have because I'll buy, if Don I'll is buy watching, all of that. I'll come down and help him. Specially prepared. Yeah, no, I don't sausage. want you anywhere near my food. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't want any. <laughs> clear path for veterans. <laughs> clear, we haven't even started yet. Uh, clear path for veterans, New England. Uh, they help uh, homeless veterans. They also do uh, service dog training for veterans. Try and help them get housing, get them food, get them services that they need. Uh, Tomo and Happy Crab. We were at Tomo a couple of nights ago. The food gets better and better. While everyone else is, oh, we don't have scallops. We can, scallops are too expensive because of COVID. All the bullshit excuses you hear Mm -hmm. from all the restaurants. We go to Tomo and we ask for the the, the, um, Emperor's Delight. And I swear to God, the scallops are this big. The the scallops are bigger than some meatloafs I've seen, Mm -hmm. right? So um, so Tomo's still the place to go. Also, Pleasant Valley Landscaping, uh, which is owned by one of my friends, Dave Id Consoli. And the Greater Lawrence Technical School. I've also got a free uh, plug, if I can pull it up here real quick, for Uptown Comic Book Cafe, Burgers and More in Salisbury. They're coming on next month as a a sponsor and an advertiser in the Valley Patriot. I got to tell you guys, I'm always surprised how many people in the outlying areas read the Valley Patriot. Like, if we're one day late in Drake, and I get 14 phone calls from people saying, I'm driving around looking for your paper. Where is it? Nice. This week, uh, this month, we were late getting Salisbury out. We were two days late. I must have had 50. I'm not kidding. I had 15 emails from people saying, where can I pick the paper up? I went to the post office. It's not there. I went to the uh, to Markey's, and it wasn't there. I went to Brown's, and it wasn't there. So uh, we really like that there's people outside the area that do pick the paper up, do read it, and, of course, do advertise with us. Sitting in with me today, we've got Methuen Mayor uh, Neil Perry. And to referee the uh, this fine, fine event, because we never thought this would actually happen again, mm-hmm. did we? No. I, know, I know I didn't. Oh, that um, is but, a whistle right. but I'm only allowing him back on the show because of Dave. I'm only letting him back Vid. in because of David Consoli. <laughs> wow. Getting it wrong already. He gives me a hard time when I say Dave Id, and then when I say Dave, he corrects me to David. I'm so how do, how do I win? Keeping I'm in you a, on your toes. It's like the Kobayashi Maru. It's a no-win, no-win scenario. So, Mayor... Let me just say, how's it going? You know, I, I'm sure you do get a lot of phone calls. Yes, about the papers being late, mm-hmm. especially this time of year. It's it's fall. Mm-hmm. Good fire starter. You know, get the torch going. Three to two. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
well, for a newspaper that's been very good to you for the last couple of years, I would think you'd be a little bit more grateful, but that's just me. Uh, I, I would think you would just be like, oh, how about thank you? I don't know. That's, yeah. just, that's just me. I don't think we've ever once written like a bad word about the guy. Um, but you are here because you are the mayor of Methuen. There's a lot of stuff going on. And I know I haven't got a bunch of questions, but I thought maybe I'd open it up to you to if there's anything in particular you want to start with. No, I, I so um, I'm hoping uh, this will be like Festivus, the airing of the grievances. And see, I was just hoping to have a regular, normal show where we could inform our inform our readers and our and our viewers. David, I got a nice metal pole at home. I like to hit both of it with. <laughs> oh boy! Well, I, I, there's a lot I, of I love just, in this room. Uh, yeah, there's two very different. Um, very different viewpoints, um, and that's really what it comes down to. Right? Yes, and uh, I'm not going. You're trying to sell papers, and I'm trying to move a city forward. Right, right, and those are two juxtaposed things to me. And you pay attention to things that I don't think you should pay attention to sometimes, or you dwell on them. Um, <clears throat> and that's not, you know, I make plenty of mistakes in the job, and I say that candidly. And the people who are out there. You know, who the haters, they're, they're going to love that statement, but it is what it is, right? Uh, every night I go home, uh, before I go to bed, I look at myself in the mirror. And, uh, my conscience is clean. I'm doing the best I can for the city of Methuen to move it forward. Um, there are certain results that say <coughs> we, and I say we, because the, the, the part that I, I, I would employ you to understand, you took a shot at a specific council in your opening, uh, saying he's asked to boycott Methuen businesses. I don't think that's correct. It's 100% correct. Well, we disagree. <laughs> I have the screenshots to prove it. Um, called, for, called for a boycott of Methuen businesses that do business with the Valley Patriot. Didn't he apologize? Well, yeah, but then he went back on his apology. Well, so I, so, so, I, was ready so to, I was ready to let it go, but he went back but, on his apology. But, but here's things. So, so you've done and said things. So you've called me Mayor Integrity. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched, you know, when when you do the show, even when I don't, you had uh, the Havel police chief on. Yes. And you baited him with a question that says, you know, when you do an audit, don't doesn't the mayor get what he wants? That is uh, bull crap, to be honest with you. What I wanted from the audit of the police department was the truth. I believe that's what we got. And we've acted on that. Um, you have a different view. You're trying to sell ads. You're trying to sell papers. It's a different perspective than mine. All I care about is moving the city of Methuen forward mm-hmm. and putting some of the drama behind us. And I can look you in the eye and say, the people that I meet by and large in the city, when I do vaccine clinics, when I do Methuen Day events, when I do, the, the average citizen comes up and says, thank you, Mayor, for moving us past, right? And it's not just me. It's me and the city council. So the you know we've had some because they've been they've been so helpful all along, right? Well, so so uh, l- let's be honest. You can't continue to propagate the we they, and so <laughs> we're back to this. Well, we are. Because, Why are we here? <laughs> because uh, because I said that the day after I was elected. But you you're the only that. you're the only one on the planet that sees it That's that way. That's not true. That's not true. Right? Because and and I said this. I think I said it when you weren't here. I wished I'd said it when you were. So I'll say it now. When you take the idea, when you're in politics, and you take the idea that there's no we, they, which really means for those of us who are in real world, there's no us versus them. Yeah. If you say there's no us versus them while they are kicking the crap out of you and they are yeah. conspiring against you and they are doing yeah. everything they can throw roadblocks in your way, yeah. they're working as a team and the people on your team <coughs> feel betrayed because you're yeah. not wor- working as a yeah. team. 
And so they are always going to win. They might lose yeah. battles here and there, but their overall objective, they're going to win because they're working together and you're not. Yeah, well, I, I guess I would argue that the results say otherwise. All right. So the city of Methuen How, How's has, that working out? So pretty damn well. If you look at the financials, we've rebuilt the structure financially that we're pretty proud of. Okay. And I say we because the credit doesn't go just to the mayor and administration. It goes to the department heads, goes to the city council for conservative budget management and focusing on the things that are important. Um, so we've taken our free cash um, and grown it exponentially. And that's something that should have been done for quite some time. Right, so if you're a, a lot, of, a lot of that was from COVID money, though, right? It was not because you, no, you, got, you guys got no, a lot of money. And, and I like, flux. I love that you said that. So you're showing a classic misunderstanding because well, COVID that, money doesn't fine. count into that. Okay. So there's two different buckets of money. There's general fund money, and the, so we got forty six million dollars. I'm going to talk about that in a minute from okay. from the federal government, ARPA. Last year we got four point three million in cares, right? That's the much ballyhooed that people attack me about on the Halloween candy and hazard pay and things that we did for the city, right? That is not included in the general fund. So what the average Methuen resident needs to understand is we have built a financial base separate and distinct from those financial buckets of money. That's important. And we've done it, if you look at this guy, without dramatically increasing his taxes last year, right? In fact, the rate went down. Well, that's probably the most important thing any mayor can do, yeah. right? Now, if, now that's the a challenge. So, so the challenge for any public servant is, for any elected official is, that the typical constituent rightfully wants more services and less taxes. Mm -hmm. and, and that's a balance, right? And so we're trying to balance the equation again this year uh, to make sure that there's not a significant growth in the taxes that yeah. impacts the wall of the people. The, the mm -hmm. tax rate in Methuen on residences residential tax rate is pretty competitive versus all the surrounding communities yeah. where we're a little bit off mayor yeah is the commercial we're a little bit higher than like i agree even, with you even like and Salem part of that is but that's fine i'm not complaining no no but I, but i like that you said that but part of that is because we don't have enough well we're 89 11 aren't we yeah 86 14 86 14 yeah. so it's too much residential and not what does enough. that mean 86 14 right, so for the people most, at home? most most communities have on average 75 percent residential tax base and 25% commercial. Now, my tax rate in Methuen is 14 and change yeah. for my residents and other properties, and it's uh, $29 for a commercial. It's like um, it's more than double. Right. Yeah. And that's because we don't have enough. And I think if, if the mayor, like he indicated, if it, if it grew, perhaps that rate would creep down Correct. closer to the $20 mark, which I think Salem, New Hampshire is at. Correct. So it, when you look at, you know, there's a lot of things, and, uh, and I can admit that it's hard to f kind of follow sometimes. So uh, I proposed a reorg to city council removing uh, community development from um, the health and inspection side. And that's something that's not only done that way in many cities, but it's done with the intent because we have to, we have to market our city. Mm -hmm. We have to do a much better job marketing the opportunities. You, I, we met with Amazon this morning, right? I had them in my office. That's the kind of thing we need to be doing regularly right. to attract businesses to come into our you city. Probably, you probably would have attracted a lot more businesses if the city council hadn't cut the guy out of your office that, who's in charge of bringing in new businesses. Um, Can you, you, I mean, you can't disagree with that. Well, so uh, the person itself, so, you know, that's a difficult statement, right? So uh, it's a right. Uh, well, I mean, he, Bill you, Buckley you, was the guy charged with it, so he wasn't cut, right? So Bill Buckley was the community development director. Really what happened was the pandemic 
became all-encompassing and it slowed everything down. And, you know, he had public health underneath him as well. So vaccine clinics and that kind of weighed in as well. He did, he did a masterful job. There's a lot of things he did for the city that the city wouldn't be where it would be where it is now without Bill Buckley. Now, did Bill leave? Somebody said he left. That's, yeah. You know what? That's a huge loss to Methuen. Yeah. Huge. I went to high school with him, yep. and I know his whole family, knew his whole family, and most of them have passed away. Um, but I, I watched him when he first came into the city of Methuen and all the crap that he took from people like Steve Gillis and all the idiot conspiracy theories that people posted about him online. And the guy never stopped being a professional. Like, he came in every day, and he, and he worked hard. He did a great job. But I think my point was, you hired a guy in your office to specifically bring people. It doesn't matter who it was, yep. but you hired a person to fill a position in your office specifically to bring businesses in and to try and work with businesses I to did. try and... And the council cut, them, cut, you know, cut your, your, your knees off. He, they he cut them out of the budget. They Had did. they not done that, you'd probably have more <laughs> businesses in Methuen right now. I don't, know. I don't know because of the pandemic. Okay. Right? So, uh, we had made a start... Um, and the pandemic got in the middle there. It really put everything topsy-turvy, so it's hard to say where it would have gone. Um, you know, old politics die hard with the one, right? And um, very few people on many sides seem willing to put the past behind them. Because mm-hmm. they're all playing us versus them. Well, you can keep going back to that. I'm not. I know you're not. Right? And so... Um, you know, my, my whole thing... Until it came to me, then suddenly it was us versus them, wasn't it? A little bit, right? Well, because... <laughs> well, because you provoke... So you provoke some of it. So I'm trying to move past it, and you're trying to provoke it. I'm right? just having fun with it. Well, I, I don't think... That you're trying to sell something, and that's a different, you know, MO than what I've got here. I'm not trying to sell anything. Um, all I want to do is I think of... Um, I think of, you know, the loaded question you gave Joyce when she was on the show about our new police chief and the, and the process. I'm going to sit there and tell you, uh, I have no qualms with the process of hiring our new police chief. Mm-hmm. It was all done above board. Um, I read a quote that said, everybody believes in the truthful man until his truth touches them. Right. That's why you got mad at me. No. No, no that's not why. You, no. You're not exactly truthful all the time. Really? No. no. Well, no. Give, me, give me one example of something I said that wasn't true. Uh, Not an opinion to disagree with. Something I said that wasn't true. Something that you, you said you might print if you saw evidence or something? Do you want me to get into that here? You, can, you can if you want. Uh, you, you, you said, you know, show me evidence that you know, there's wrongdoing yep. uh, on the former chief, and I'll print it. Yes. And you printed nothing. Um, incorrect. Nothing. Close, but incorrect. Okay. So, and, I, and for some reason, you've rejected my answer on this, even though I, we've, we've discussed this privately. Um, I said all along on this show, on Facebook, in public, in my newspaper, show me evidence Joe Solomon did something wrong, I'll write that story myself. Yeah. That doesn't mean run to the Tribune, Channel 5, Channel 7, Channel 4, New England Cable News, give them the story first, and then Tom's going to write it. There's no need for me to write something everybody else already wrote. Yeah. Had someone called me before it was released to the public, yeah. or as it was being released to the public, and said, here's the report... I would have written that story, and the proof is the report that came out, the OIG report that came out before that audit report, I did get it first. I did get it before the Tribune, and I broke the story. The difference between me and the Tribune and the rest of them, however, is I actually called the person that the story was about and at least added his side in because that's fair. 
But I didn't shy away from that because Joe Solomon was my friend. I didn't not write that. It's still online. People can go to valleypatriot.com and read it. Yeah. So had that happened the second time around, had somebody picked up the phone and called yeah. me or emailed me or texted me and said, hey, the, rep- the audit report's going to drop at 8 a.m. tomorrow, I would have been the first one to write that story. Yeah. But I, you got to remember, I'm a monthly paper, right? Yep. There's no need for me to write a story if everybody else has already written it. When you take a breath, I'll answer. All right, go ahead. All right, so th- that's a cop-out <clears throat> in my view. Um, it's the way I've done business for 18 years. Yeah, but it's a cop-out. Uh, and I just say that to you because... How is it a cop-out? It's a cop-out because um, there's nothing, there was nothing at the time more newsworthy than that. Right, but it was already covered. By the time so I the, got uh, it, it was already on Channel... I found out about it by going on Facebook and seeing Channel 7 had the story. Uh, I, irrelevant. I, I, I didn't reach out to Channel 7 either. No, I'm not saying right, you so. did. However, there's no need for me to... Br- I can't break a story if everybody yeah. else already has it. Yeah. So right? I, I'll break I, the story if no one else has it. But if, if, if everybody else has it, all I'm doing is writing what they already wrote. Like, why am I going to repeat what I they said? Know. Well, you're an opinion piece too, right? So in my view, you, you took a path. You chose a path. Um, you've got a sponsor. He's a friend. I can respect that. Um, you can disagree with some parts of the OIG report. You cannot disagree with the audit. You can't sit there and say that you didn't talk to the Haverhill mayor about um, me flavoring the audit. I had no flavor in the audit. No, I think what he said, not me, yeah. I think what Al DeNaro, the, the police chief from, former police chief in Haverhill I, said, I know, I know was that they flavored it for you, not the other way around. Yeah, but that's not how it works. And, and, and I've seen now at least 12 audits in my lifetime, yeah. 12 real audits of yeah. municipalities. I was sat on a school committee. He's not wrong. They do. They, they come in and they try and tailor their audit for yeah. what it is the superintendent wants if it's in the schools, yeah. whatever the chief wants, if the chief's the one that asks for the audit, or the mayor yeah. in a community, if they're asking for an audit of community development. Yeah. They do flavor it to what then, it is that you're then, looking for. But, but again, you're, you're putting legs under hens. Not me. So, Alan DeNaro well, said it. So, so the bottom line is... I agree with him, but they, he said it. Okay, so you agree with him. We disagree. Okay. Right? Those people were given specific orders to talk to the people and talk to infrastructure, and talk to the, the whole network. Mm-hmm. They talked to police officers. They talked to private citizens. They called a, a lot of data. So what you miss when you say that is, if it was an entirely opinion-based fact, if they said, we feel, after, if I talk to Dave and Dave says, you know, Neil, I think you're doing a really sucky job as mayor. Okay. That's an opinion. If he says, because... You did these six things. If he comes to facts, then you have to respect that he's looking at some data. Right. right? And I don't want to. I don't want to spend the whole show on on, yeah. on litigating the. Yeah. Damn. We're the, down to eighteen forty five. The audit report. However, a lot of what I read was exactly what you said. They uh, officers felt like they were being picked on. Officers felt like they wouldn't get a promotion. They yeah. felt like this. And there was a lot of that ambiguity in there. I think my only, my only issue that I brought up, not, you know, don't blame me for what other people say, even yeah. if I agree with them. But the one thing that I brought up was, if I was the mayor, and I have been an elected official, if I was the mayor, if I was the CEO of a company, and I got an audit report that looked like that, I would call the subject of the audit report in and sit down with him and say, tell me what's in this report that you think is wrong. Yeah. What did they get right and what did they get wrong? Yeah. Because whether he stays or he goes... Yeah. Changes have to be made in the structure of the police department, and you want a better idea on, you know, how, how much of this is kind of bull crap and how much of it do you think is real. Yeah. On the things he says, yeah, this is real, now you, you've got a starting point on, on what the facts. Yep. 
Well, so it, that was it, my that was my only my only opinion that it, I gave it, on that whole audit report. And it wouldn't be just his opinion, right? So, right. So you're alligeing that the whole thing is based. On, they gave facts. Yeah. They cited. I, I, I read the report. I read the numbers report. and. I read the report. Times that people were disciplined, times that people were moved, times that grievances weren't filed. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of data there. Yeah, I, and, I, I, and I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I think, my, I think my point is, getting back to what you started off with, yeah. is had I gotten the story first, I would have broken it. Yeah. I'm not, I, in 18 years, I've never written a story the Tribune's already written. I've never yeah. written a story that Channel 7's already yeah. had. Because... Then people are just reading what they've already read. I'm just, I'm, I'm wasting, I'm one guy, right? Yeah. I'm wasting my time writing a yeah. story someone else already wrote. But what I did do when the yeah. audit report came out and I saw Channel 7 had it first, I posted it on my page. Sure. I didn't shy away from it. Yeah. I didn't pretend it didn't exist. I posted the Tribune story. I posted the Channel 7 story. And I posted, there was one other that had a couple of details that nobody else had. I think it was New England Cable News. So I posted that one too. But again, if, if, if you go out and rescue a dog, and 30 other news outlets write a story about you rescuing a dog, there's no need for me to write that story. Now, if I find out first, I'm going to write that story. I'm going to break yeah. that story just like I did with the OIG report. Yeah, rescuing a dog is a pretty low, low bar at all. I don't know what that means, but <laughs> there you go. There you go. Yeah. There you go. We're gonna agree, so we're going to agree to disagree? It seems to be uh, the biggest issue between you two because when we all met privately, this was the crux of the debate. Yeah, on Neil's end. On sure. both of yours, yeah. Well, oh, come on, let's be fair. Listen, listen, I don't hold anything against him for what he it's what not... he did as mayor. That's his job. My job well, is to criticize, but I don't true. take it personal. I, I don't. I don't really care that's one way or the true. other. That's not How true. is that not true? So, so uh, you go back to the. You asked Denaro the question. Mm -hmm. You let him into the answer. Right. I watched. Well, the because tape. Well, be, said, because he said off the air before he said it on the let air. Let me finish. Go ahead. Right. You let him into the answer. Then, when you had Joyce on, you led her into the discussion. Mm -hmm. Where and I'm going to say this publicly. I have no problem with Mike Samard being part of the interview process for the new chief. Right. I trust him. Yep. I trust him implicitly. You want me to be we they with him? Right? No. Because he's plotting my. I don't see it that way. Right. He wants the same thing this mayor wants: the best friggin' chief for the police in the city of Methuen. And that's what I believe we have. Now you, uh, you are there you agree Bruce, with that? Right? Are there Bruce feelings over that? You betcha. Right? Because that's, that's politics. He's almost right. Well, I just no, I'm, I'm right. I'm 100% right. You, you asked, you led Joyce yes. to a question. Yes. And, and I don't hold it against her because it's good for ratings. It's good for show. Well, it's not only right? good for show. It's good for the public. The public needs to know it's the answers to these the questions. You're raising, well, so we should hide raising, things. No. So, so I love that you went there. You're raising the aspiration that everything's a backroom deal. That's horse shit. I'm going to swear. Well, That's horse shit. We well, don't make backroom well, deals. Well, then you didn't see the show because I, I explicitly said, and well, I'll bring the clip in next week. Yeah. I explicitly said, I don't think there was any hanky-panky that went on with that search committee. However, let's just tear the Band-Aid off. You had two people on that search committee who were members or former member of the Lawrence Police Department when you had three candidates from the Lawrence Police Department yeah. applying for chief. Sure. Now, I don't think Mike Samad did anything wrong. I don't think that former chief, uh, former chief uh, Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick did anything wrong. They probably didn't. However, there's a reason why the conflict of interest laws say that you can't do anything that's a conflict or an appearance of conflict yeah. because it then, appears, it, it then appears to people who, let's say, don't like you, the Steve Gillises of the world, yeah. to run around and say that it was a conspiracy and you can't defend it because sure. there's two people on that but, committee. But here's the thing. So, so just by raising the aspiration, you're putting the thought out there. 
So, well, the thought's so already the, out there. The, Dahlia Diaz wrote a whole front-page story about it. Yeah. I'm just talking about it. That's my job. Yeah, she wrote an article that said, I ran a golf tournament, and the guy who got the job was in the golf tournament. I've never golfed in my life. <laughs> I can't tell you a nine wood well, from a uh, twenty iron. Listen, if I don't you think I'm, if you think I'm going to defend the likes of Dahlia Diaz, then you came no, to the wrong but, place. But my, my point to you is, is I judge everybody by what I see and what I believe they bring to the table. Right. I'm looking in the eye and say I trust Mike Samard. Yeah. His opinion matters. He's a police officer. You may not like everything, and, and that doesn't mean. So, I, you know, I contribute. I'm going to contribute to his election campaign. I'm not surprised. That doesn't mean he and I agree on every single thing. We don't. He'll no. tell you. No. So, so, Mr. Mayor, did, right. did you guys consult the Ethics Commission? Yes. When things it was all, like the, it so, was it's, all so it's a non-issue then. Yeah. That's my point. Mm. So why? So, you're not going to... Your defense is get it out in front of the... The haters are going to hate Neil Perry no matter what. I agree with that. I agree right? with that. But when I someone brings up a gold, valid point... I he, can put a gold... I spent $6,000 on Halloween candy, and I'm... Put twelve million dollars in free cash, and I'm still hearing about the $6, Halloween candy. I know, and 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 it's and it's and it's, people. and it's stupid, yeah. and it's stupid. It's and by and by the way, I'm banned from doing community sound off, right? Because because I don't see you as the evil Darth Vader that Steve Gillis does, so and therefore we must be in we must but be so in a conspiracy. So he won't he won't let me in, there. right? You don't want to be not, there. No, I, I read quite a few things. That's I know, but fun. but but here's the thing. So he says things that that border on. Defamation. I agree. Standard, with, I agree with that. Right. That I'm. Uh, one of them was a post that I used that money to go buy Christmas. That is an outright bullface lie. To go why buy we, what? Why I'm we, giving up money in this job. Why are we yeah. dignifying anything that that man posts? I don't well, know. Because, why, be, why are we well, because here's why I brought it up. I brought it up because it doesn't matter how many positive things I've written. It doesn't matter how much I've helped the mayor. It doesn't matter how many things I've posted on Facebook. It doesn't matter how many times I've had him here on the show and didn't charge him. It doesn't matter, it doesn't matter what positive things I've done. If I say one or two things he doesn't disagree with, it's because it's personal. It's because you don't like this one. I never get the benefit of the doubt. Here's the thing with Mike Samad. I, 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 know, I know that Mike's... Can you take that off so you can wipe those little tears? I know that, I know that Mike Samad right now... <laughs> it, getting the whistle on I, next. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I, I know that, that, that Mike Samad thinks I'm dead right now. I'm dead to him. Okay, that's fine. Because God forbid I, I criticized him on anything. I think I'm the only person that's ever done that, right? Okay, fine. But that also makes my job harder, right? Because now when he's involved with the search committee and I start talking about the search committee and the process that I don't think was, was correct, I don't think there should have been two Lawrence cops on that committee no matter what happens, yeah. right? It allows people but, like you. Hold you, on, hold your, on. Your no, 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 not let me finish. With that. It's with me. Right, that's right. But then it gives people like you the opportunity to say, well, you just did it because you don't like Mike Samad and that you and Mike no, Samad I are didn't fighting. Say that. Everybody tries to make it personal, and I'm actually the one person who doesn't make it personal. Uh, I, wrote, I wrote a full notebook item, a report card on all of the councils okay. four months ago, right? Now, there's nobody in Methuen I dislike personally more than Steve Saber. Nobody, okay? And I gave him an A on the budget. I gave him, I think I gave an him a, a on the budget. An A on the budget. I gave him a B plus oh, on, in the on ordinance. You, I must have got an A You're not plus. a counselor. I evaluated the, the councils, right? So you would that probably sucks. would have gotten an A, but you're, you're, you're obfuscating the point. The point is, there's nobody I dislike more than him. I still gave him an A on the budget. I still gave him a B plus on policy. So it's not personal for me, and the proof is there. And yet every time I say something, if it involves someone that I happen to not like, 
people like you and Steve Gillis and everybody else out there, oh, you're just doing that because you don't like him. It's personal for you. It's personal. Well, well just because everyone else can't, divorce, can't divorce their personal stuff from the, from the job that they do doesn't mean I can't. I do. In fact, after you stopped coming yeah, on this show, after you stopped coming on this show, I said multiple times when I had guests here who said that you did a great job on the budget and you're a great mayor. Look, I don't have to like you to come in here and say I think you're a great mayor, right? We don't have to be friends for me to come in and say that I think you're a great mayor, and we can be enemies even. And I can I'm still not a great mayor, and I can still come in and say you're a great mayor. I think I'm you are. A great I think mayor. you are a great mayor. Great I'm a person, mayor. I think, is probably something we can debate. I'm a good mayor, but. But I think, you, I think you've been a great mayor. I think you've done some great things for the city. They're going to long outlive you and I on this planet. We've got and, a long way to go. And, trust me. And, and regardless of my personal feelings for you, I don't mind saying that. Yep. And I do the same thing but with Mike Samad. you also called me Mayor Integrity. Well, yeah. You, you well, take your shots. So, I, so you you're take right. Shots. You're right. I do needle you because when you give your word, you should keep your word. I always do. Yeah, but you didn't. I did. Well, you said you were going to keep coming on the show, no, and no, no, you didn't no. come I on. Said, I said I'd come for a year, and no, I came for a year. No, I have the videos. Yeah, whatever. I have the videos. I have whatever. you on this play show it, saying it. it. I didn't it. bring it in with me because I didn't want to embarrass you, but if you want, play I will it. next week. I'll play be happy it. to bring it I'm in. I'm not coming back next week. You, I'm here for him. No, I'm... I'm <laughs> listen, <laughs> I still have a show next week, whether you're here or not, so I'll be more than happy to bring it in. I'll be more than happy to bring it in. I don't watch, but people send it to me. Yeah. That's how I know what you know. happened when you interviewed... Alan Denaro, that's how I know what happened when mm-hmm. you, people mm-hmm. watch it and say, right. hey, Mayor. Right. This is just, you know, this is what Duggan just said about Right, that. yeah, it's just, well, this evil Mayor Duggan. integrity. See, see what he says about you. All these people that are not part of we, they, though. It's not us versus them. Well, but, but all these people well, are running to you, telling you what I say. But there's well, no we, they, though. There's no you, we, they. You're, you're building the we, they. I'm not building anything. I come in and I do a job. I've been doing this for 30-something years, yeah. right? I've been your, doing job, this- your job is not... Your job is, as I started the show, is juxtaposed with mine. My job is to make the city better. Right. Your job is to make news. Right. My, you make news. Well, I have two jobs. Is, is my job is to report news, yeah. and, my, and my job on this show is to opine on the news. Yeah. Right? Now, there's a difference. I can come in here and say, I think Counselor so-and-so is the worst counselor in the world. But if tomorrow he starts an after-school program for, for mentally ill students, I'm going to come in here and say, look, what a great job this guy did because this is a good program because he did do something good. That's how I operate. That's how I've operated for 30-something years in this business. Right. That's how I've operated 18 years as a, as a newspaper publisher. It, to me, it doesn't matter whether I like you or I don't. Now, does it give me more pleasure when somebody I don't like does something monumentally dumb, like when Steve Saber said... Here comes the truth. When Steve Saber said, let them, basically, let them go hungry. Here he comes. Right? Yeah, absolutely. He, I, didn't, I take, say, I, so he didn't say, let it go hungry. let them go hungry. You, you asked him, we have the clip... Yeah, you know. asked him. I know. So I you're, was there. So you're saying you would rather they go hungry, and he said yes. If this is the way you're going to do it, <laughs> so I'm sorry. You can you can play word political word games all you want. Yeah. But that's what he said. Yeah. And I didn't make him say it. They're not political word I, games. I yeah. took I took great pleasure in doing this story, but you think I didn't make him say it. Right? If Jessica had said it, it still would have been front page. You would have buried it. No, I wouldn't have buried it. Yeah. And there's absolutely no way I would have buried that story if Jessica had said that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have buried it if Joel Ferretra said it. And he's probably one of the few people in the council I actually like. You know how he feels about homeless people. I don't right? Think he would yeah. have buried. Chrissy, yep. how's my plan of them smoothing <laughs> things over going? How are we doing, Chrissy? How's we're doing, my plan? We're doing is great. My, is we my got plan a working here? I got a bunch of guys. I got a, is it, it possible to go over or no? We got, we got like six minutes of air time is left. Is it possible to go over? I got a bunch of questions. Let's go. Let's go. 
possibly. Lots of questions. Let's go. Uh, so Winston asked in last month's Valley Patriot what happened to the dog park in Methuen. I figured it's a COVID thing, but I thought maybe is, people at home so, are probably still asking, so we should ask you. Uh, there's one resident that asked me regularly. So we put money in the capital improvement plan to redo the Gill Park. Uh, we just got the design back. It includes a dog park there. That'll be the first. Mm-hmm. Um, we are also in the midst of collecting the ideas. We've got $46 million in ARPA money uh, that I say proudly. We Can you just explain what the ARPA money is? ARPA money is um, we got two buckets. Uh, we got $19 million from directly from the federal government. It's, um, it's one-time you know, aid money, uh, American Rescue Plan. Um, and then we got a, a, a bucket from the state. And we were going to get nine from the state, and the mayor wrote to the governor. And uh, the state delegation was very good to me. Uh, Diana DeZoglio, Linda Dean Campbell, Christina Minicucci, they all helped me. Um, I said, hey, how does a city like Fitchburg get $26 million and Methuen gets nine when we were COVID devastated? And the next thing you know, uh, the governor came through. And we got... Um, so what is that ARPA money... Is it designated for anything in particular? Can you do whatever you want with it? Um, so a little bit, not a yes, no there, okay. right? So you can't do anything you want with it. So originally, um, I, hopefully the citizens why I wanted to do a lot of paving with it. Can't do that. They're not letting you do it. All right. So we're doing $3 million worth of paving right now. But um, you can do paving if it's part of water sewer in- infrastructure. So what we've done is we were required by the state to employ a compliance arm. So we brought Melanson on. Uh, we're going to submit these projects to them and say, are these projects compliant? I have $33 million, in, for example, in water and sewer projects in the city that need to be done. The schools would like another building. Um, our parks, right? We're putting a giant list together. We're going to go to compliance and say, which one of these apply? When it comes back, we're going to go to city council. We're going to say, okay, let's prioritize these. What are the things that will do the most to improve the quality of life for the average Methuen resident so that we can get these things done mm-hmm. um, and, um, you know, make an impact? And we've got $46 million to do it. It's one-time money. These are one-time. We use it on a public safety building. Boy, that fire station is old. Uh, you know, I, I love that idea, David, <clears throat> and I've got a spot in the city that would be ideal for it. Yeah, me too. If I want um, megabucks, I'll, maybe I'll donate. Uh, it's not like we haven't thought of it, right? But uh, you go to surrounding towns like Andover, Tewksbury. They yeah. have the police and fire all under one roof. Yeah. These amazing public yeah, safety buildings. My dream buildings. is police, fire, and DPW together, right? And I, I have a spot for it, but uh, that's, a, that's a subject. Yeah. But it, it takes some planning. It takes some fiscal planning. But we're going to do the kind of, whatever kind of things, you know, make the most impact to the average everyday person in Methuen. So at the same time trying to keep their tax, you know, relatively I can't can't keep it from going up, but because the value of the inventory is going up. Right, right. right. Now um click fix. Yeah. C- this click, is something C- that click fix. That's my C click fix. C click fix is a is an app, an app that people can download. And Dave, you've used this this thing. Vid, yes. And Dave Ed. <laughs> 
Uh, you son of a I look bitch. at her. I look at her. <laughs> um, I cannot with you, you. you. You've used this, and I've had a number of um, big fan. I, I have a lot. I have a lot of um, David. So I have a lot of. Ooh. I have a lot of relatives Alex, in Methuen. All Alex the bananas I'm related to, and and I was talking to them a couple yeah, of days so ago. Over Jana, Jana Di Natale taught me how to use it. Okay. Okay. So I've used it. She's multiple, the best. I've used it multiple times. How are you going to get? Like, how are you going to get by without Jana Di Natale? Uh, I actually have Tina Tumakamwe in there. She's, she's awesome. awesome. Yeah, she's great. But like, how are you going to get by without Jana, though? What do you mean? Like, she did so much. I mean, she was. There were times when I would call her on her phone. It would be yeah. ten thirty at night. She'd still be in the office. Yep. Energize a bunny. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess you don't want to say anything positive about Jana. All right, so let's go to uh, let's, <laughs> See, let's, let's go back to ClickFix. She's got a great job. She's going to do great where she is. No, so Click ClickFix. I've used it multiple times, and I, I want to. Share this. Yeah, and I tell people at home how it works. I want to share my experience. Because Lawrence might want to so, use this. So uh, on, Haver might want to use it. You go online. You, yeah. lo- you create a uh, username and a password. Okay? And then once you, once you create that, you have it forever. So, for instance, we had a pothole near our commercial building. So, I logged on, gave them the location of where the pothole was. Okay? And what I recently started doing is giving them the telephone poll number. Oh, great. Okay? Good idea. And... Um, as soon as you submit it, it says your request has been submitted. And then right away, within hours, you get a response saying the per- they identify themselves. The certain person took your complaint that's being processed. So now we have some measure of accountability, which is really nice. And then when the pothole's fixed, they tell you, here's the person that responded to the pothole. Here's the person that fixed it. Do you want to leave this um, request open or can we close it? Because they want to make sure it's been done right. right. No, so all, you go and you look, and if you see it's only half done, you yeah. can say, no, I'm not no. I'm not happy. And they did that. Happy. We had a tree come down, and the same thing. And I notified them and said, the tree came down. This is the telephone pole number. Um, I brought my front end loader out and pushed it to the side of the road just so the road would be clear. But they came. And the last time I used it, they were there in hours. Wow. They, it was wow. fixed the same When day. was the it's, last it's, time any municipality responded to anything within hours? So it's, we actually it's we track it. So I look at a monthly report. Uh, the average action gets closed in two days or less. Um, some of them are more difficult than others, obviously. Um, but part of the transition is getting people to use the app versus the more traditional method of calling, calling right? Um, and the, the reason we want people to use, uh, the reason I, I love to hear David talk about it is C-Click-Fix allows us the accountability. I want to be able to go back to the city council next budget season and say, we did this many potholes on yep. this road. We did this many, and you can quantify it because everybody seems to think that there's, you know, this vast conspiracy, right? Right. And, and the reality is we're doing a DPW audit as we speak, and, uh, you know, I can tell you that they're going to come back and say you need more people, mm-hmm. right, because we're having a hard time hiring. That's, that's a fact. It's everywhere. Right? Everywhere. Um, and then uh, process-wise, you know, they're going to talk about expanding on C-Click Fix so that we're you know, broadcasting what we're doing. So, so in the spirit of David with his lovely referee's outfit, I'm going to allow this match to go into 10 minutes over time. Oh, uh, so you're the best, Shoot your Chrissy. questions. and let because I brought you cookies. The, the Tell the truth. It is also because you brought <laughs> I know, but he brought oatmeal and I can't eat them. 
Um, I was trying to kill you. So, yeah, so, okay, so I've got a couple of quick questions. I was trying to kill you. I know you. Well, I figured he's probably the one <laughs> that made get, them. Can I get you a cookie? Yeah, I know. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. Uh, there's a couple of things I do want to get to. We had a couple of reader questions. Sure. Uh, one, uh, I was speaking to somebody last week who works in the school system. They're a paraprofessional, whatever you guys call your teacher aides. I don't. Some places call them paraprofessionals. Program assistants. Program assistants, whatever. Uh, making less than minimum wage. And this woman called me and she said, they asked us to go for certification. We went for this certification, but they wouldn't give us a certificate because if they did, they'd have to pay us more money. Why am I working for less than minimum wage? Yeah. And I said, I don't know, but I'm, the mayor's, I think, coming on within the next you know, yeah. week or so. I'll ask him if, yeah. he, if he knows because I know you're, I only, you're only the mayor, you're chairman of the school committee. You don't, don't run day-to-day operations. I don't know, and I don't know who the, the they is. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't matter who that person is. But I don't what think matters is what they're saying is true. I think we just signed a contract. I don't think they're making less than minimum wage. Maybe they are. They eleven dollars and seventy something cents. Is that legal? Yeah. No, I don't think so. So, all right. Well, we'll I'll, I'm sure I'll get a phone call if that's not right. If yeah, that's changed, and, and I'll go check it with the superintendent as soon as we're done with the show. But I don't believe that's correct. All right. Uh, another question. I had actually eighteen emails on this. Eight is probably the most I've had in, in Methuen. There was a third grade, apparently a third grade teacher in Methuen who uh, went online and signed some critical race theory pledge that she was going to continue, whether it was allowed in her school system or not. Um, I'm not going to use her name. However, it did bring up the question, is critical race theory being taught in Methuen? No, it's not. It's not. And there's no like version of it that you're doing that you're just not no, calling not. critical race theory. No. So, so uh, The curriculum is DESE approved. So we, we've got to avoid... Listen, the country is 5149. Mm-hmm. And as a guy who's dead in the middle. I'm going to tell you that... Um, dead in the middle, but you lean really left. You di- you- I lean more left. That's yeah, a fi- Well, uh, I have more... My people policies are more left. Yeah, let's say that. I agree with that. But financially, I'm to the right. Okay. Oh, I agree right, with so that. So that's the... <clears throat> I agree with that. Um, you know, when you look at it, uh, I think everything that happens in this country, locally, state-wise, nationally, gets zoomed in on based on your perspective. Mm-hmm. And so what happens is people are filtering it through a lens. And all I would ask, you know, when I did my inauguration, I, I, I put a quote in there that said, at first, seek to understand. And I'm going to repeat that when I get re-upped. Hopefully, I'm running out of pose, so if I lose, it'll be a... That's going to be quite a trek. Yeah. Uh, Sid Harris will be doing a write-in. Yeah, so, sure um, he will. Um, but if, you know, if, if I get re-upped, I got to repeat that because we have not made progress there. Made right? progress where? As a local, as a state, as a country, there's less incentive to listen and understand. You're not defending critical race theory, are you? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. No, I'm not. But my point is that people use a topic like that that's a, a important. That's a, no that has an illicit reaction from certain groups of people. That doesn't make it any less valid, though. It's a very valid question. For, and and yeah. I've been asking people in Lawrence yeah. and people in North Andover. In fact, North Andover is really horrible. We're going to try and get the superintendent on after the election. Um, but just because the Democrats will stake out this position on that particular issue yep. and the Republicans will stake out this position on that particular issue doesn't mean it's not a valid issue. Doesn't mean either one of them are right, though. Well, it doesn't, but one of them has to be if they have diametrically opposed views. No, that's not true. Um, the Democrats want to teach that white people are racist by virtue of being white and that we all have white privilege. And the Republicans say that this is not something we should be teaching our students, teach them math, science, and history. Yeah, that's, that's not true. 
So what you just said, see, that's what inflames me about you. What you just said there is a crock. What, what part of that was a crock? I've actually you read about I've Democrats, read Democrats, all Democrats. I didn't how, say all Democrats. Well, you're saying Democrats. Well, the Democrat Party leadership that runs the Democrat Party. How about that? How about the progressives? Well, no, it's the Democrat Party leadership that runs the Democrat Party. I'm not saying the guy driver who's listening to this driving in his car who happens to be registered Democrat. The peop- the I mean, people- a Democrat Party has a power structure, and they have and they have policies that they push and they yeah. preach, and 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 they're the ones that and are pushing so this critical race. To, that's right. So forget, but Republicans race for aren't, aren't, aren't pushing forget, racism in our schools. Forget critical race. When we had the riots before the election, yes, is it not true that both parties used it to their advantage? Absolutely. Of course they did. So did the media. Right, and that's that's the point. But that doesn't make it any less of a valid. It doesn't make it any less of a valid discussion. It's being used to divide us rather than for us to sit back and think through. Right. About. But that's what this show is for. This show isn't about left and right because I agree with Democrats on half. I I I agree on with Democrats on half of what they say. And I've come on this show, Chrissy. Have I have I not come on this show and railed against the Republicans for like an entire hour? On more than one occasion, I, I'm with the Democrats probably 45 percent of the time on their issues. Yeah, but when they're wrong, I still have to say that they're wrong, and they're wrong on this next one. Next question. Yeah. All right. Okay. Go to the next. Uh, next question. Good job. Uh, let's see. Critical race theory. By the way, I, I, I did Unsportsmanlike yeah. conduct. <laughs> no, he did answer it. He said it's not being taught in them at the one schools. Right. Now, if it next, is, I'm showing enough 40 phone calls afterwards. Next question. Uh, let's see. <laughs> we did the dog park. Online what are you calling me a liar? Legal bills. Holding. Uh, we don't want to talk about legal bills. That'll be a diff- that'll be if he comes back. Right? Think, he no, probably, what, what about he's legal probably bills? not coming back. What about legal bills? Um, got a couple minutes left. Do you want you want to talk about legal bills? Sure. All right. So, talk to me about the city. I got nothing to hide. Tell me about the city. These legal bills and legal bills that were paid for, um, that were run up by city councilors, but didn't have a contract attached to it. In three minutes or under. Yeah, you know, that's why I said we'll do it in another <laughs> yeah. show, but we've got three minutes left. There are. I'd rather talk about dog parks. Actually, there aren't any that aren't contracted. There, there aren't. They were all contracted. The Everything mayor has was... to sign up. Only the mayor can commit the city to a contract. So, the, so the councilors didn't. His signature needs to be on it. I see. And so, so the councilors didn't engage with a law firm that. They then sent a bill to the city for for personal for personal stuff. They may have, but it's not legit if the the mayor doesn't sign it. Oh, all right. Were those bills paid? Um, couldn't be paid without the mayor's signature. Already. Yeah, but that doesn't answer my question. Well, I just did. Was it paid? Did you did you sign off on I it? I only signed contracts that I've signed. I only paid. I've only signed contracts. That sounds like something Joe Biden I only would pay, say. I only pay uh, invoices on contracts I've signed. In in advance. I, we don't pay anything in advance. No, I mean, the contract was in advance. There were a lot of contracts in advance. All right. Um, and uh, let's see. Last one is somebody sent it on Facebook yesterday. I don't have the exact wording. But he wanted to know why the transfer station closes half a day on the, on the day that everybody does their leaves. That's in a their... great question. We're looking at that. You are? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, Pat Bauer, that's part of the DPW audit is we're looking at ways to expand that. And just so the residents know... Uh, the transfer station is something that needs a little TLC, so that may make the list for the ARPA money as well. Good. It's, it's, it's big-time stuff, and um, uh, let me get this in so the people hear it. Um, I'm, I'm going to give you last word. We've got two minutes left. Um, the leaf pickup. So we had put in um, the best laid plans of mice and men. So we had, Pat had uh, done a budget, and we worked together, he and I, when we went before city council, we, we took out a contract that we usually go out to have others pick up lawn and leaf refuse. And what we put in our capital plan, uh, you know, Methuen, not, not only 
do we have 12 million of free cash, but we have a five-year fiscal forecast, we have a capital improvement plan, we've done some really good things together, the council and I. And um, in that capital improvement plan was uh, the procurement of a packer truck so that we wouldn't be dependent on a contractor because, uh, and I say this publicly, I'm not happy with my trash service in the city, and I know the residents aren't. A lot of people are not happy with the trash yeah. service. And uh, we had problems with the lawn and leaf pickup last year. So our decision was Can to, you expand on that? I've had no issues whatsoever. We, with, we have with a lot the, of missed pickups. Really? Communication is an issue. Because yeah. i, I got to tell you, I've had zero issues yeah. with... Now, part of it is uh, people need to understand that Methuen... Uh, needs to assess the citizens. We all need to be in this together on what we want to do moving forward. Because Methuen's the only city around here that you can throw anything away. You can throw a couch away, and we have to pick it up. Yeah. And so uh, when I was home with COVID, I saw people in Selma, New Hampshire saying, hey, I got a mattress. Somebody want to take it to Methuen? And I'm like, what the hell? You know. Usually they just go to Lawrence and dump it near the river, but so, um, they're cracking see, down on that. We see whole sets of furniture dumped by the sides of the road in Methuen. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I'm not happy with it. Uh, we've had some frank discussions with them. Oh. Anyways, we, we wanted to bring the lawn and leaf pickup in so that the residents, we could expand the time that residents could do it. And then we ran into the chip shortage. So we have been trying to aggressively pursue uh, procurement of a packet truck, and there are none to be had. Right? I can um, vouch for that. And we that's a, a truck. Just rent thing. one from David. Yeah. We can't find trucks either. Mm. You can't. So... Um, there is a contract going to city council um, Monday night uh, for EJ Harvey to do leaf pickup for this fall. Um, the schedule will be announced later today on the city of Bethune website uh, so that people know the leaves will be picked up. And the transfer station question led me to that because we're going to expand the transfer station house as well. Um, uh, we have to wrap it up. You can start with Mel. Um, but as we go, I heard that you guys lost your Christmas tree donation. We did. Um, they were they were big fans of the Valley Patriot. I hope that wasn't you know one of the reasons why they left. No. Um, however, when those things happen, whether you're mad at me or not, you ought to be picking up the phone or sending me a text and say, "Hey, Tom." We lost our donation for a Christmas tree. I have 16,000 people follow me on Facebook. I posted on Facebook. You can get an answer in five minutes. I've got a contact I'm working with. Okay. Today. All right. Um, I want to thank uh, Chrissy, <laughs> our fine, fine, fine producer here. In the, ah, what did she put up a lot of crap today? Um, yeah, fun. That was nothing. Uh, yeah. McLennan Real Estate. Uh, we want to thank Matt for coming on last week and Jenna squaring McLennan, things away. The best. Uh, AFC Urgent Care. We love Lisa, Lisa Williams. Williams. I think we're having best. a lunch again next week. Oh, everybody's the best with you. Marcy and Anson Construction. Marcy is he the best? He's the best. He's the best. Uh, EIS <laughs> Investigation. And gun training, they're the best, right? Oh, suddenly they're not the best. I'll say, I right, see. No so comment. You, so you talk about bias. You talk about bias. Oh, boy. Uh, Borelli's Deli, he's the best. He's the best. Uh, Tomo and Happy Crab, they're the best. I hate that one. Clear whistle. Path for Veterans New England. Dave Id Consoli, Pleasant Valley Landscaping. He's the best. The Great Alliance Technical best. School and a free. Uh, Instead of Melvin, we should do Kumbaya. Let's yeah, hold right. hands. And a free plug for Uptown Comic Book Cafe, Burgers and More in Salisbury, as well as Brian Pena candidate for mayor. We're going to have a very special show next week, so make sure you tune in. Ooh. I think it's going to be a little later during the day, but we're going to have a very special show. I want to thank Methuen Mayor Neil Perry for being here, and I want to thank uh, Dave Id Consoli for refereeing this little debacle here. And, and now I'm going to ask you, will you come back? Maybe. I mean, I don't want we'll you see. on a regular basis, but I would like you to come back. We'll see. 
All right, okay. I'll, so I'll watch how you behave he's, and he's see not gonna, your attitude towards right, the so, and I'll no. make a judgment. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. so if I criticize I'll, him in I'll any t- way, he's out. I'll talk to my he's hey, friend. it's not a no. I'm talking to my friend here. And I oh, want to make yeah. sure everybody has a bullet vote for Joyce Campignon. Make sure you vote oh, for Mike God. Downs. Make sure you vote for Brian DePina. And uh, also Stephanie Infante in District F in Lawrence. Uh, we love I, I'm just. I'm going to start endorsing candidates now since I get, in, I get accused of that anyway. You yeah, I don't. Beauregard. Oh, I hear Matt. Beauregard, Desaglio. Yeah. Finicaro. Yeah, Desaglio oh. and Beauregard. <laughs> oh. Yeah, Finicaro. Yeah. Never again, Finicaro. <laughs> Never again. All right, blow that Hey, Melvin Taylor says you got to go home. So go home already. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.